Welcome to Navigating the Universe with your hosts, Michael and Zach. Show. 
so hidden in plain sight, you know, physically. Um, here, it looks like Zach may be on this time. Let's try him again. Hello, Zach, are you there? Hello, Zach. Hmm, once again, um, I do not hear him. Um, are you trying the guest call-in number? Because I think that's the only way to do it. Um, yeah, so I'll just keep going along here, and hopefully I can get you to come on. Now you're you're um, lit up here as being on, but I, I don't hear you. Maybe your mic's muted or something, or uh, in the internal mechanisms of uh, of this platform, maybe there's something that's turned off as far as the mic or something. So, um, yeah, so this is, uh, you know, I want to share my personal experiences in the physical, in the dream state, in, in the uh, in-between dream and waking state. Um, I've worked with some people that do things here that many people just simply will not understand. Um, again, we're born into a, a matrix system that dictates what life is, you know, through the movie programs. And even the sitcoms that cleverly make us laugh at life and laugh at others because uh, they're doing something wrong as, as, you know, looking in a form of judgment upon them. You know, um, this person here is not acting a certain way because their intelligence is lower than another. And, and all this um, unequalness that that is part of this reality. So, yeah, we see life, you know, the way scientists tell us, you know, you've got um, our fellow human beings, we've got uh, the animals, the birds, the fish, uh, like I mentioned, the trees and the plants and flowers, uh, water. But, you know, you know, like, um, you know, you can eat lettuce and kale and spinach and, um, and um, you know, that is a form of life. That's actually a living being that we're eating. So we live in a consumeristic reality. And uh, just trying to bring Zach on here at the same time while I'm talking. Zach, are you there? Yeah, I'm here finally. Thanks. Oh, there you are. Good. So, yeah. Sorry to interrupt so just, you. What were you saying? Oh, I'm just talking about what I've written down for the show here. Are we the only life in the universe? And, um, yeah, just a show about sharing, uh, uh, like myself, my experiences in the physical here about seeing that there's definitely other life in um, different uh, dimensional states, interdimensional, and also, you know, the form of hierarchy we use to dictate what life is here. You know, that trees and plants and shrubs are less than what we are. And, you know, animals are less than what we are. You know, is there other beings in the universe that look upon us and think we're less than what they are? So we do live in a very hierarchical system. And, you know, right from birth to lovingly from mom and dad and telling us what's right and wrong. And, um, you know, that the policeman is a man of authority and you must obey him. Your teachers uh, are authority and you must listen to them. Um, you know, we, we really end up going into life with this, um, well, I got to obey, I must do the right thing. Um, otherwise I'll be, um, you know, 
hammered down, that I'm doing things wrong. And um, so kind of went a little bit of a different direction there. But uh, yeah, it's just talking about, you know, how do we know there's other life out there when you have trillions of galaxies in the universe, but we look upon ourselves as being what life is. And, and, you know, there's those of us that remember life before incarnating into this world in this time and remember it in a different way. Um, and again, there's those of us that have experiences here in the physical and dream states and also uh, in between dreams. And, uh, yeah, so that's that's what we're talking about today. Would you like to add in something? Uh, yeah, that's an awesome topic, by the way. And um, I just wanted to backtrack a little bit to what you said about um, the reality appearing as though there's a hierarchy. And to me, and I think you would agree with that, um, that the hierarchy is completely an illusion and that we're all just part of one big system and everything is a system. So everything from a cell up to a galaxy, up to this entire universe, universe on a macro scale, all just one big system working in cooperation within itself. And we are just a cooperative component with everything around us. Anything that seems like a hierarchy, like we're better than plants or that maybe other beings are better than us, that's just an illusion that's coming from ego and um, just kind of wanting to make ourselves special in that way. But I think our real, um, the real specialness of it all comes from playing an important part in the whole because without any one piece of the whole it's incomplete and we're all here for a reason each human each human being no matter what our title says whether we're a police officer or a janitor whether we're a ceo or a garbage man um, we all play a special role we're all here for a reason and um, we have co uh, co-creative contracts on a soul level with one another to play certain roles in each other's lives. And I don't mean like the roles of our job title, but I mean the roles emotionally and um, experientially. And some of us put each other in uh, tough situations and others um, bring out the best in us. And sometimes the same person can put us in a tough situation and also bring out the best in us. So it's very interesting how these um, contracts can vary and it varies on person to person so the relationship I have with Michael is going to be a different uh, soul co-creative agreement than the relationship with my brother or my girlfriend and so on and so forth and it's not only the soul contracts that we have within the same species it's also with different species such as dogs and cats or even other beings that we don't normally see on Earth. Um, so it's very interesting. It gets very complex, but um, in, a simple, in a simple form, it's basically, to me, it's just that we're all part of a system. We all have an important role to play for um, to really get to know this aspect of ourselves and each of our incarnations. And um, it's all for the evolution and definitely for the enjoyment of our souls just hey zach are you still there 
Um, you just dropped off. Hopefully it's not me. And um, yeah, I don't hear you right now. If you can maybe uh, check your connections, um, maybe redial again. Um, yeah, I really appreciate what Zach was sharing there. Definitely very, um, very important words. And, um, you know, looking at how, you know, how we identify more with life that currently is around us, you know, for example, going for a walk in a park with all the beautiful trees around you and the waters flowing and the beautiful rocks with moss on, um, you know, it's very, very attractive to us, you know, so why is it attractive to us? Why is it more attractive than walking downtown amongst all the buildings and the horns honking and the ambulances going by. You know, um, that's actually communication in itself right there. You're feeling what feels right to you, what feels a sense of calmness within what directs you into that direction. So your calmness is amplified, you know, where you go into that hard essence of who you are. So, um, can you just try this again? Definitely having trouble with uh, keeping Zag on. Okay, where are we? Hey, Zach, are you there? Hello? 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 Hey, can you hear me now? Yep, I got you now. Okay, awesome. Sorry about that. Oh, no worries. That's not not your fault. <laughs> yeah, so you were saying. Uh, yeah, I'm not exactly sure where I left off. I think uh, just saying that we are all we're all part of a whole, and we all have an important role to play. Yeah, exactly, and. You know, what I really wanted to emphasize today is just, um, you know, for people to, to try to get deeper into themselves and understand the communication that's all around them in this life and more of a heart, um, calmness, state of being. And when you took off or when you dropped off there, I, I started talking about, you know, what is the difference? You know, why do you feel so good when you go for a walk in a park with all the beautiful trees and the plants and the flowers and water creek, creeks running and rocks with mosses and a moss on it and compared to walking downtown amongst the concrete buildings and the chaos and ambulance sirens and helicopters flying like why why do you feel better generally in a park um, setting and that in itself is communication in the form of feeling. So if I'm, if I'm drawn to be in a park, I feel better. Why do I feel better? As compared to being uptown amongst the big buildings and the noise. So there's, there's a communication and feeling right there. So what is in that feeling? Like what kind of definitions do you get of that feeling you have when you're in the park? You know, so you, you know, a sense of calmness, for example, um, know, ease, you know, um, less stress. Uh, and then you can say to yourself, well, wow, why do I feel so good? This must be my natural state of being. And then you can enhance that and say, well, if I feel so good in this park amongst all these beautiful trees, flowers, and the running creek, you know, they obviously are in, in a harmonic relationship with me on some level. So can I feel into that 
that feeling and get information out of that. So you can stop and, you know, look at a big spruce tree that looks very vibrant and very strong and very healthy and, and just trust the intuitive hits that come in. You know, is this a masculine being or is this a feminine being? And then another tree that might be fairly close might have a relationship with the other tree. And you can see if they're actually like husband and wife, um, if they are a family, if one is like a brother or sister. So, you know, this stuff is real and really exists. These beings are alive and because they don't have heart and lungs like we do, it doesn't mean they're alive. And you can see that they're alive by the tree, the leaves that they sprout in spring, um, by how healthy they are. We can see when they're dying. So it's a form of life and, and there's a lot more to them than the standard um, way we have learned through life's presentation of schooling and college and university and, and so on. So I really encourage everybody to use that as a practice because what that does, it really makes you go deeper into communication of life everywhere. You can take into a further step and you can be driving in your truck, you know, on a nice cross country journey and look at a field and you can see the personality of the field. You can, you can feel there's actually a, an energetic signature that has a story and has a history and a her story about that piece of land. And every land location is unique and has its, has its history and her story and, and feeling, you know, is it masculine, is it feminine, and, and what kind of a being is it? And some are dark, you know, dark and light is an expression in all aspects of life, not just in us. It's same with animals and same with insects, you know, it's a, it's a balanced out equation. That's the way this universe works, the construct of light. You have light, you have dark, you have right, you have left, you have up, you have down. You have always something to balance out the equation. And, you know, we're taught again, you know, what dreams are in the beginning, but and dreams are looked at as being, you know, what what the person looks at during the day and because they, they were out fishing for a long time and they dream that they're fishing, it's because they were fishing in, in the physical reality and that just kind of carries over, which a lot of it does. But also the dream state takes you in another direction to bring more out of that experience that you had in the physical. So dream state is actually another reality where our spirits come out of our body and travel travel around and, and get a break from this reality and experience you know, other states, um, the freedom of the spirit that, that gets to really get out and have fun where it's kind of encumbered in the physical body right now. So, yeah, I, I just really want to kind of go a little bit more into this area of life so that people see the greater aspects that are around them and start tuning and investigating these and, and opening up a bigger bigger world so that life is a lot easier to understand and start to make sense of. And um, yeah, so I think that's all I'll say for now. Um, Zach, if you want to uh, come in and, and add some more to that. 
Yeah, I like everything you said. Um, the dream dimension is definitely an interesting one, and there's lots that can be learned from there. Um, I've heard that everyone in our dream is a reflection of ourselves, just like everyone in physical reality, honestly. Everyone is a reflection of ourselves in some way. And uh, in the dream state, there's lots to learn there because uh, obviously it's, um, for the most part, dreams are to ourselves. I've heard of other times where certain friends of mine have had the same dream on the same night because they're sleeping in the same room and they're good friends. So that, that's interesting that that's possible too. Um, but for the most part, dreams are private and uh, they reflect back to us an aspect of ourselves that we're being or potentially something where we're falling short and they're good to reflect on. Um, they can often be very confusing and hard to put our finger on. And, uh, but there's definitely lots to learn, um, in terms of dreams, whether it's tapping into it yourself, if you, or if you want more direction, I know there are dream interpretation books that you could search up. I know my girlfriend, Laura is really into that. And, uh, it really does help. Like she helps me out with my dreams all the time. Mm -hmm. And then I also just, I also just wanted to, uh, comment on something you said about just nature and how definitely they can all all the beings of this world whether it's plants or animals or human beings we all can be benevolent or malevolent more malevolent i should say or masculine or feminine and yes you can totally have a energetic reading when you intentionally tap into these other life forms and another thing, too, is they all go through their own process, just like us. There's a, a period of dying, which is the winter. There's a rebirth, which is the spring. And there's a growing, which is summer and enjoying. And then there's the harvest in the fall. And we all follow this. It's not just the plants and animals. It's also the human beings. So... Um, if we can be in sync with the seasons, I think it's very beneficial for a lot of people. I think because life is never uh, one size fits all, I think it's the generalization to say that everyone has their harvest in fall and everyone has their death in winter because sometimes the winter brings the best out of people and brings people alive. Um, mm -hmm. So it's good to note how you react to it. I think if we're generalizing it, we do all or most of us follow the seasons and um, I know like some people very much follow the cycles of the moon and uh, women especially I find uh, since they have menstrual cycles that are um, influenced by the moon because the moon is the reason for the tides and everything else. and um and as a reflection of the oceans, the water within humans and women um, is moved as well from the gravitational pull of the moon. So certain women I've heard of, they uh, release their courses or their business materials um, in the harvest season or in the harvest cycle of the moon. So the moon goes through a 28-day cycle, just like uh, periods for women. And... Uh, yeah, if you can be in tune with some of nature's surroundings or some of your surroundings that are in nature, I think it can really benefit our lives if we pay closer attention to that because everything's a fractal, right? 
everything is a system within a system and we're all reflecting each other including nature reflecting us so it's uh very cool to be conscious of that kind of stuff yeah yeah um very good words um that you brought up zach for sure um yeah total balance with nature and um yeah so Another thing about dreams, too, and I forget the term, but it's, you know, when you're partially asleep, but you're partially awake, and there's also sleep paralysis. Um, yeah. So I know I've experienced that quite a few times in my uh, in my ventures here. And one time I remember waking up and I couldn't move and I saw this energy in the form of like a, like a, like very tall, about six feet tall, very thin. And it was at the end of my bed and I couldn't move. And I heard my dad's voice saying, uh, my first name is actually Barry and I use Michael as my middle name. So my dad was saying Barry. And every time he said Barry, this energy would, would expand in the middle and kind of fluctuate out and then come back and into a narrower state of being. So every time I heard my dad's voice, this energy reacted and and my dad was trying to wake me up. My dad has passed on a few years back, about five years ago. And um that his voice actually helped get me back into you know, the physical realm and then that being was, was gone. So I did tune into that experience afterwards and also uh, coerced with a gentleman about it, and um, was able to find out exactly what that was all about, and and how to resolve it as well too. And it um, it turned out to be an energy from a past life I had in time where I was a warrior fighting for a, an old king, and this king was holding me to an agreement um, back in that time of that life that felt I owed something and um, a very, very frail old man that this king was and um, went through um, internal communication with this being and uh, was able to resolve and in part both go our own ways with, uh, without that, um, without that experiencing that, that experience hindering or stopping either of us. So it was, it was resolved. So there's always something about any experience that, you know, comes into your life, you know, in the physical and the dream state in the lucid dream state. That's the term I'm looking for Um, in those states of dreams where you know that it's a dream and you're consciously aware that it's a dream. And I've had a few of those in the last week and you can actually change the dream and do things you want to do and and have a little more fun with it. And, And that's really getting back to the organic truth of what you can do as a being in this reality and coming back into the physical the physical body is quite heavy but it's funny because i was able to recognize the feelings of of running incredibly fast and gliding without any any exhaustion of any sort and coming to stairs and jumping off the top of the stairs and landing on the landing and learning how to use my energy inside to cushion the landing so it was very soft. And I could feel that feeling inside. And I, and I knew, because I was aware that I was dreaming, 
I knew that I need to take this feeling back with me when I wake up. And back in the physical, I, I, I can't remember how to ignite that feeling. But it's, uh, I know it's the direction that we're heading as we become more aware, as we go back to more of what we're all about. So um, that's just another aspect of, uh, you know, again, looking beyond the physical expression or how we find life in the universe. Um, that dream was obviously about myself, but there was people in there and there was other beings in there that I didn't recognize, you know, even though it felt like I, I knew, like, you know, an, another person. And also that energy showing up at the end of the bed and was actually from a past life. And these lives are all currently running at the same time. It's, you know, time is a, a funny thing. We use uh, um, linear time here. But if you look at, you know, some shows that talk about experiences like the, um, um, there was a really bad war in, in the Gettys, uh, I can't remember, but in the U.S. where it was a terrible slaughter on a field where a lot of soldiers died. And to this day, there could be people driving, you know, through in their car. And at nighttime where all of a sudden the car stops and all these uh, soldiers um, march by, some on horses right beside the car where they can reach out and touch them. And then they disappear all of a sudden. And it's like a, a window between, um, between lives or dimensional states where these realities are still going in the past, which is, you know, past life and running simultaneously. And so lots of stuff to, you know, kind of put our awareness into and, and look at and get information and feel into and expand the awareness from what we are told, again, what life is here and being very boxed into a container, which which is not right because we are so much more than this. We, we um, have so much ability to, to um, feel into so much life that is right present around us here in Mother Earth and also within, you know, looking at the stars and the galaxies and and just thinking, well, wow, I mean, it's got to be so many different kinds of expressions of life and, and looking at a galaxy. And again, it has its unique vibration and, and that vibration is information and, and um, knowing this and understanding of this universe because we are fractals of the universe and we have, we have all that in us. Like you mentioned, Zach, with the cells representing the galaxies within us, you know, the human being is a, is a smaller form of the compression of the universe within us, you know, that's what's so incredible about the human being. And, and that's why we're being so, so, um, you know, squashed down in a lot of aspects. And uh, we're really very beautiful beings that have a lot of uh, compassion, a lot of love, a lot of peace, a lot of uh, wisdom. And uh, we really just want to, enjoy experiences and the adventure and, and the love between each other and and be in a harmonic state, which is our natural state of being. Sakya, I think we might have somebody else on here, and I just wanted to make sure that we talked for a while first. We'll see if uh, can bring somebody else on here. And before I do, I just want to uh, let uh, the listeners know that, um, you know, we, we do 
the odd profanity here, but you know, not extreme. Um, so please keep the profanity down. And if you're under the influence of alcohol or some kind of drugs and, and just without anger and stuff like that going on, um, it's really not what this show is about. This is a show about spirituality and, and about understanding the depths of our existence and life in this universe and the wisdom that we share amongst each other. So this is all about integrity, honor, and uh, harmonically getting along together. Zach, would you like to say anything? Uh, no, that's that's all for me. I'm interested to see uh, it, what the caller says here. All right. Hello, welcome to Navigating the Universe. You're on the air. Hello. To have a phone number with this, uh, I'm just kind of wondering if it might might have been a call from yourself again, Zach. That is still here. Oh, it could have been. Yeah, I tried lots of times, so that could be it. <laughs> right. <laughs> could be maybe from a different a... browser than I had. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll just. Nobody's there. Yeah. No problem. Um, I can jump in then with uh, some other stuff. Yeah, go for it. Um, yeah, so I'd like to continue on with the episode um, with some of the stuff that you wrote down, Michael, in terms of uh, other dimensions and um, other dimensional beings. And I think a good place to start would be sharing, at least from my understanding of dimensions, and let me just start by saying I am a human being. I am by no means an expert at these uh, dimensions because I haven't tapped into them um, for a long period of time. This is kind of news to me with how the the dimensions work. Plus, I think with our linear understanding of reality, I don't think human beings can ever fully understand while we're in this incarnation uh, the full aspect of reality since this is one sliver of the whole and one small aspect of reality. But from my understanding, um, there are 12 dimensions, at least that we know of, or potentially more if Michael wants to chime in and, uh, and mention anything else he knows after myself. But um, basically the, the creator of this universe um, began in the first dimension of its own consciousness and it realized it needed polarity to have an experience of relationships. So it created the second dimension. And from that um, polarity, in order to have an observer aspect to the reality, it created this third dimension. And so this third dimension is where there's positive and negative, and then the, the neutral state in between, which can be the observer's perspective. And then in order for us to be able to have a beginning and an end to this dimension in this physical reality, the fourth dimension had to be created, which is time. And the fourth dimension um, allows for the time from the beginning to the end of the third dimension so we can assess our experience within this fourth dimension and sorry, within the third dimension. And then the fifth dimension is the place where we do that observation from after uh, an incarnation. And we look back on this reality 
and see where we went right and where we went not not right and wrong but just uh seeing where we would like to improve and where we would like to continue our evolution and um, who we made feel positive and who we made feel not so great and all of that observation is done from the fifth dimension and then the sixth dimension is where it gets interesting i believe from what i've um learned in my experience with someone who has uh remembered past lives traveling through different dimensions he was saying how the sixth dimension is the place where uh different beings and whether i I believe it's spiritual beings and we have the ability to go to this dimension um that is where we create realities from whether it's new worlds or new environments to some extent um that we can come and create um new experiences in and then the seventh dimension is uh, has been mistaken for heaven because it's very similar to what, um, like the joyous, um, everything's seemingly perfect um, state. And that is uh, where the seven laws of the universe come in, one of them being cause and effect. And uh, I can't remember them all off the top of my head right now, but that is where the laws stem from, from um, those joyous beings in the seventh dimension the eighth dimension is the matrix that webs all of reality together so it webs all the systems together into one web and um it it all responds to each other that's what connects us all so that's what connects uh us to let's say a being across the universe uh an alien being for example um and what we do to ourselves and to to ourselves as individuals and to our our own planet is reflected somewhere else in the universe because of this matrix. The ninth dimension is the dimension that we can access through deep meditation. So when you go out into if you when you go into a blissed out state, um, apparently that is when we access the ninth dimension where we, um, in partnership with the universal creator. Um, go into a deep state of uh, like healing can occur in this state Um, expanded consciousness and expanded vibration can occur in this state and then um, I'm drawing a blank on the 10th 11th and 12th dimensions but um, it just goes very deep and there's lots of uh, things to learn and those are just the dimensions that I've learned about Um, I'm definitely a believer that there's more than that but um Yeah, I just wanted to give kind of that brief understanding or or at least share my understanding. And if that resonates with any of you, that's great. And if not, that's great as well. We're all entitled to our own understanding of reality. And uh, yeah, just curious what you think, Michael. And and if you want to get into talking about the actual beings that could be in those other dimensions. Right. um, You know, it's a really good question. And, uh, you know, I... I have my own ways of looking at things and, and um, you know, I think we all do. Not. And I also think a lot, a lot of those ways are right. You know, um, there's um, a lot of different avenues, a lot of different ways to go in this universe. And, and there's a lot of uh, um, different paths that need to be traveled that encompass um, those types of dimensional states for the individual. Um I, yeah, it's like I've been on this path for quite a few years, and I, I originally 
was told is the 12 dimensions um, that are here and 12 correlating with the 12 musical notes. And 12 correlates with a lot of things in, in, um, in life here as well. Right. Um, and what I, when I used to work with Jim years ago, he told me with the 12 dimensions in between them is 12 frequencies. So there's 144 um, different tests. Um, different steps or, or um, areas within each dimension. So from, from the 12th dimension to the 11th, there's actually 12 different layers in between, which, which works out to 144. And I know we all have heard about the number 144 um, as being um, quite substantial as far as some people say there's 144 million awakened beings here that are here to help humanity move in a more enlightened direction and the 144 in numerology is nine which which means have a cycle which is the end of a reality and the closing of this reality so there's a lot to that as well so um there's a lot of different takes on it and like i said i don't think them are wrong i i think uh, this is a universe of of everything um, being explored, everything being designed in a way for exploration and um, for connections in a different way. So that's a really cool thing about it. Is, you know, higher kill. It's uh, hey, let's try it this way this time. Let's try it this way this time. So I think there's. I kind of I try to kind of go away from numbers with dimensions now. I think. I think for me, anyways, it's just more about getting coming back home to the heart and, and not being so caught up in in mind and um, uh, in duality and in judgment states um, you know which is tough it's a tough one to get out of that judgment uh, way of being you know um, I'm always working on it and, and you know I think it's really important to be really aware of yourself as you operate through life and you know how did I interact with you know Zach today how did I interact with my brothers or, or, you know, with the ladies I had a wonderful dinner with last night. You know, um, I, I realized for me, I don't want to be somebody that stops somebody from, from what their joy is to them because maybe I don't, or I'm not on the same path as them. And I, and I feel something is different, but for me it is. So I think it's really important to, not jade or, or try to redirect somebody else from going with where they feel is necessary for them because it is necessary for them and not necessary for me or for somebody else around them. So I, I feel it's like a, a real letting go process of, of analyzation of, of everything and more getting back to appreciation for everything. And then if somebody, some being comes up to you and would like some advice on certain things, you know, hey, then you can explain, you know, what your journey is like, and everybody can get a little tidbit from here and there, and, and uh, you know, maybe get a little clarity on what their journey is. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I don't read as many books as I used to. I used to read a lot, um, enjoy reading, but um, it's just, I'm fine. I'm just going more into me and, and um, getting out in nature. You know, like I said, you know, I love trees. Me and trees are really, really um, 
really have a strong bond. So, um, you know, Mother Nature, water is very important. Water, you know, we're 72% water. And with Dr. Emoto, we're doing tests on water and how, how we affect water. And, you know, so water is uh, very, very important and, and, you know, very full of life. Yeah, so I think that's uh, my answer to that one there, Doc. Sounds good. Um, I was going to ask you, uh, what are some of the multidimensional beings or even the or the interdimensional beings that uh, you mentioned here in the description? Like, um, right. I've heard of, like, obviously the spiritual realm and aliens and technical intelligence. But is there anything else that you have to add to those? Or maybe you want to speak on some of those beings more in depth? Sure. Um much time we have okay um yeah so i had a little trouble understanding interdimensional for a while but then i heard a fellow that that i really resonate with um and i know i we both know we've been together in lives before but he says that interdimensional beings are are beings that live in between in between like in the void areas of dimensional states and and where they're very fearful of of, um, primarily, they're they're benevolent beings. They they're very fearful of coming into dimensional realities because it's too much for them. So they're actually like time travelers. Um, they specifically travel in time, and they do they pop into dimensional states here and there and do their work for whatever agenda hires them. So that's um, yeah. So in between these dimensional states, there's the existence of these beings. That's uh, what I've learned from that. As far as um, dimensional, um, as from what I understand, and, if, and, and you know, it takes a while for this information to set in, but, uh, you know, it, it's really feeling comfortable with me now, and it does make a lot of sense with the grand scheme of things. Um, light is in the upper echelons of the universe using a kind of just, you know, up kind of figures or up kind of presentation light is very fine and very very um powerful and you know when you come into this universe and and um harmonize with the being that is this universe to explore and and um learn the construct of light uh, the more you go down into the dimensional states and just using numbers for for a reference you know, 12th dimension into the you know, different layers of that dimensional state into the 11th, the 10th, and then harmonizing with the being that is this universe known as the universal creator and and uh, projecting soul from that aspect so that you're a unity of the being that is this universe and yourself into the lower dimensions. Now, just lower is just a term because it's going down where you're going further and further from your sanctified uh, essence of who you are um, outside of this universe. So more further and further away from yourself. So because of that, it gets denser and more compressed. So light gets very, very heavy the further you are away, the further down. You know, it's like um, dropping a rock on the ground and dropping more rocks and having a lot of rocks. And the rock on the bottom has so much weight on top of it that, you know, it's very, very heavy and very compressed. So we're, we're so far away. Um, from that uh, sanctified 
beautiful ignorance of who we are, and, and, you know, coming into this uh, universe that um, that's very, very dense down here. So, so yeah, I guess you know, like what I understand it is from what what the what I've heard is the fourth dimension on the fourth, third, and second is more very, very far away from um, yourself, from your your soul self, and because you're operating spirit, which is projection of energy from your soul to to experience your reality. So that area is called the grand cosmic arena, the fourth, third, second, and first dimensions, because it's the only place where evil exists and we're um, getting sick and having poor health and all that stuff exists from the fourth dimension down. Above the fourth dimension is uh, a great void, and then get to the fine dimensions of, of finer light and from the fifth dimension up is where your greater self the grander self, your soul expression of yourself is from your soul state of, of the fifth dimension which is also called um, the different terms of like Valon and, and um, the true heaven where there's no evil, where there's where it's uh, there's no um, illness, and um, but below that is where all the all the uh, compressed uh, the compressed states of of what light has to offer in in that density creates. And uh, so I mean it is, you know, after a, a dream of running and bouncing and jumping and and uh, going for miles at at a bounce. And then coming back into a physical body and trying to run with that same kind of feeling and the heaviness of the physical body, um, it's, you know, it's very dense, but it is light. You know, everything is light and, and we are light and ourselves need light and we need the sun. Uh, we eat plants because of, of, of uh, photosynthesis and photon light that we need, the cells need. So... Yeah, a lot of that makes sense to me. This is, you know, we're all representation of our own galaxies and our own people, and we've come here to, in, in from what I understand for me, you come here to go through the final graduation process of what this universe has, has right now because the universe itself is expanding and going into different ways of being. So... Um, this is graduation for those that have been in the universe for a very long time. And it's pretty easy to kind of get lost talking about this because there's so much to it. Um, but I do feel that. I, I know me and Mother Earth are very, very tight. Um, I have incredible love for her, and and, uh, and um, I feel so at peace and calm, state of calmness when I'm with her all the time. So, so I, I know... I know who this planet is. I know who she who she is, and I've seen her in, in some of my dreams, and I've I've talked to her, and she's incredibly beautiful, like the most beautiful woman you could ever imagine. Not that beauty is physically is a, a, a something a planet have, but I'm just talking about beautiful in every every way I could imagine from from her heart, and um, and I know I'm going with her to. Um, once this reality is, is done, once um, all this uh, 
matrix and everything else this has done its uh, term for humanity and for everything all life here and it's going to be finished what it does and and i and wouldn't would make sense to me now too is once uh, everything is complete there's going to be a rebirth of everything in different ways so now there's going to be you know for those that need it a new, another planet with a new kind of matrix system and and um it's going to be you know for those that that are the elders of the universe that are graduating, they have the they can become universal creators of light themselves, or they can uh, go wherever they want to go. If they want to go with Mother Earth, they want to go back home. And a lot of this sounds really far out there, um, but you know, if you look and watch a lot of the movies, uh, there's movies that that show much like this. You can go back to Space Odyssey 2001, and um, you know. Way back in 1969, watching that movie, it was uh, really far out there. So, you know, movies are showing us in a lot of ways what what is real in the universe. So, yeah, that's my long-winded spiel on that there, my friend. Very good stuff you touch on the whole time. And, um, yeah, just in regards to the movies, like, I'd, if anyone's thinking that this stuff is far out, like, I'd like to invite you to to contemplate on where do you think this information comes from? Where do you think this inspiration comes from within people? Where do those, where do those ideas come from? Good point. To me, every, to me, every idea is received from somewhere in the universe, from some reality, um, some dimension. Um, and oftentimes it's from our own inner beings, um, reminding us of what we already know to be a fact in those other those other parts of the universe. So I think it's beautiful that the media um, can open people's minds in that way by sharing these ideas through visuals and audio effects. And um, it's a very beautiful thing to share a story that is um, kind of far out there to, to expand our minds, to expand what's possible and to start opening us up to what is possible for us, such as the dream that Michael was mentioning about him running at like supersonic speed through uh, the schools and through the outdoors and whatever. I've also had lucid dreams where I'm flying intentionally flying, not just like, Oh, I happen to be flying, but like where I was standing there in a lucid dream. And I said, I would like to fly now. And I just start levitating and like going far Mm -hmm. up, into the clouds so mm-hmm. um and this kind of stuff is possible for all of us and the dream state i feel like is uh is a good way to initiate us into some of the stuff that's possible here but i also very much believe that it's possible here in this physical reality i know yeah people, people can levitate here already and they have been doing it for centuries and millennia but it's been an aspect of us that we've lost within ourselves And while that can seem really frustrating, and I think it's very much uh, influenced by where the entire collective is at, because it it takes a lot of focus and energy and um, self-knowing to branch off of the collective and to really go into areas that have rarely been touched on before, such as telepathy or... um, levitation or some of these supernatural abilities just because you never see it really in everyday life it's so hard to wrap our head around and our belief around it 
And a large part of it has to do with belief. So if the belief isn't there, then we will never do it. But in order for the belief to be there, we really have to uh, believe in ourselves, know our own power, and know that we can push the limits of this reality into doing a lot of fun things. Um, Before I throw it back over to you, Michael, for the last few minutes here, um, I would just like to throw this out there to anyone who hasn't tried lucid, lucid dreaming before that it's a very worthwhile practice to see what's possible. And honestly, if I was a person in a state of uh, like being suicidal or something like that, I would probably very much start um, getting into lucid dreaming because in the dream state, and I'm not saying that lucid dreaming will make everything good in this dimension here in the 3D, but it at least gives you something to look forward to um, when you go to sleep in terms of seeing what's possible in your dreams because when you reach a certain level of lucid dreaming you get to control the dreams you get to control the environment you get to control what you do in the environment you can fly you can do anything that you that you want you can try anything that you've wanted to try before in this physical reality and um, the way to start getting better at lucid dreaming is to ask yourself while you're awake am i dreaming and of course you're not right now so um You say no, and then you just continue doing that throughout your day and do that for a few weeks. And then eventually when you start dreaming, you'll ask that question in your dream. Am I dreaming right now? And when you realize it's a dream, you'll say, yes, I am. Holy crap. And another way that you can, uh, when you're in that dream state, I went through this whole process when we, uh, when we started watching Inception, that, that was the movie about all about dreaming and dreams within dreams. The way to the way to check that you're in a dream when you're dreaming uh, and confirm it is to look at your hands and they'll either be glowing or they'll just look wonky and uh, that's your indicator that yes this is definitely a dream and then from there you can start uh, as long as you don't get too excited and wake yourself up you can start uh, creating that reality within that dream and mm-hmm. I'm not saying this like I I don't suggest this to suicidal people as a solution to uh, make this reality better but I do see it as um, a little bit of an escape um, or a little bit of a bonus that this life has to offer if you haven't considered that before um, checking out what's possible in dream states anyways I'll I'll throw it back over to you yeah really really cool there Zach I agree with that Um, that lately that's what's been happening to me too is to I realize I'm dreaming and I'm I'm getting more out of it and starting to really you know, take a look at myself and what am I doing and understand more what I'm doing and what capabilities do I have. And yeah, it's, yeah, it's um, I find it's not something you can intentionally do before you go to sleep. Uh, I'm, I'm sure maybe some can do that, like you're mentioning of what you do there. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm sure there is, uh, but lately it's just been kind of happening and. Uh, and uh, to me, that tells me, too, that uh, we are all individually and collective, collectively to a point changing and all these natural organic abilities are um, we're closer to them or we're not so far away from each other. And, and those aspects of us that are real are starting to unite with us and be part of who we are. So, yeah, I, I really feel that is what's happening more we're just 
those aspects of us and that what we can do are trying to become stronger within all of us. And so, yeah. So I guess her show is pretty much over. Are you still there, Zach? Yeah. Yeah, good. I want to thank you again, my brother, for coming on. Um, always appreciate your words and your wisdom. And if um, anybody out there would like to talk to somebody for mentorship and, you know, maybe have a little bit of blocks in your life or troubles and just like a little bit more clarity on, on your journey, me and Zach offer mentorship uh, for you, getting together on, on the phone, on Zoom or on on, on, on how ever we can connect on the internet and uh, for half an hour or an hour and um, help you have clarity in, in your journey as you go along. So my email is uh, musical1 at telus.net. So that's the word musical, the number one at telus, T-E-L-U-S dot net. And um, yeah, our rates are very, very low, uh, $50 for half an hour and 80 for an hour. So, um, Zach as well is a mentor, and um, if anybody wants to get in touch with Zach, just email myself, and I'll definitely direct uh, your email to him. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, Zach, for being on, and um, let's stay strong. Um, there, there is a lot of people in pain out there, and just just remember that you have a lot of abilities, have a lot of things you can do in life, and... Um, you know, try a different job for a while or try a different activity inside, learn how to play guitar. Hey, I'm a guitar teacher too. There you go. So I can teach you guitar lessons. Start writing your own music and it's a, a great healing to do that. Um, you know, you know, maybe start writing that book you want to write or um, create a different website and um, make a blog and, and hire somebody to promote your Instagram and, and some YouTube videos and and, you know, those people also need work, too, so they're willing to work at quite, quite a low rate. So everybody can work together, and we can still find a way through anything. We're, we're creator beings, and we can, we can make it work. You just got to say the right things in the morning and, you know, whatever affirmations work. And um, there's a lot of people around you always to help. And that's all I've got to say. So good night, all. And uh, thank you again, Zach, and uh, look forward to the next time we get together. Yeah, thank you, Michael. And I just want to say to everyone, uh, pain and our shadows are indicators um, that we need to change something, and they are not the end. They are just uh, indicators that there is more to this life, and uh, it just requires more attention to better things and navigating everything more consciously. Love you guys. Yeah, much love to everybody, and, and love to you too, Zach. Love you very much. All right. Bye-bye. Take care.